Welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Uh, Thank all of you so very much for being here today. We know there's so many ways you can spend your time, and uh, there's things tugging at you from all directions, and everybody is strapped for time, it seems, or so busy, that we are so honored uh, to have you spend about an hour of that time with us on Wednesdays. We try to honor that. We try not to waste any of that time. We try to give you value added. Uh, I guess that's easy to do in a way because this is a free thing. But we try to give you something to think about, something to practically apply, and something maybe to inspire you a little bit um, during your next week. And, and we hope we're doing that. If, if we can do a better job, uh, please let us know how, and, and uh, we're always looking to do that. Um, we've been doing this call now for, uh, I think, over three years, which means that we've talked about uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 150 or more of the secret spiritual laws of nature. And about 1 in 20 of the ones that we talk about are what I would call foundational spiritual laws, uh, meaning you better get these few things right or not much else is going to help, okay? And today is one of those 1 in 20, absolutely, without any doubt. And I would guess that there are going to be many people who hear this today where this is your linchpin issue. This is where the rubber meets the road for you. This is why you're stuck. This is why you keep trying things and nothing works. And this is what you need to fix on on the positive side that can unshackle you uh, for everything you want, for health, for, for success, for relationships, for everything. And the thing about this one is it's very often hidden to the person. They don't realize it. Uh, they would vow and declare that that's not a problem for them, all right? So please, if there's any way that you can stay on the whole time and get your pencil out over the next 20 minutes or so, I think I'm going to share some aspects of this that maybe you haven't heard before um, that can really help you unravel this problem in your life, which can change everything in your life, okay? Uh, I have so many people come to me who say, I've tried everything and I still have my problem, and I'm just so frustrated. I'm hopeless, I'm helpless, I'm... I'm I've gotten skeptical, I've gotten, you know, almost to the place where I'm apathetic and don't even want to try anymore, okay, because I hear all these wonderful stories, but they don't happen to me, and, and, and you know, I don't doubt that they happen to other people, but what's wrong with me? How come I can't get these breakthroughs, okay? 
Well, what we're going to talk about today, I think, is the reason for that. With the biggest reason I know for that, with uh, with the most people. In other words, this is the most likely culprit. If if your life is something like that, okay. Um, most of you have heard me lecture that i have been lecturing for years, that I had never seen a serious health issue where there was not an unforgiveness problem. Then I met Dr. Ben in uh, 2003, who was the director of a cancer clinic and, and, and basically a cancer specialist. And Dr. Ben had been lecturing for years about, because I heard him uh, that he'd never seen a cancer where there was not an unforgiveness issue somewhere down at the root. And uh, so, you know, that sounds like it's good news because it tells you where a problem might be. But, but the thing I've run into so much is that people will hear that and they'll know that they maybe have an unforgiveness thing. And so they'll pray or they'll, they'll, they'll try to forgive or, or they'll try to try to forgive because they don't want that to haunt them the rest of their life. They don't want that to give them a health problem or whatever it is. But here's the rub. Uh, So many people I've found are not able to successfully forgive. Okay? And, And you have to really forgive in order for that to be released in you as a problem and in order for that blockage that you have in your life to melt away, all right? And, and, and here's where I think a lot of people get tripped up. There's two things that go together, and most people only are aware of one, only work on one, and, and only put one into action, all right? Everybody knows about forgiveness. And that's what I've just been talking about. But the other companion issue, and these two always go together, 100% of the time they go together, all right? And this is it. 100% total acceptance of that person. 100% total unconditional acceptance of that person. And over the years, I've had so many people that I've worked with on, on, on forgiveness issues, and they'll say, oh, I, I've forgiven. I, I've forgiven that other person. I've forgiven God. Maybe they felt like they had an unforgiveness issue with God. I've forgiven myself for this mess up that, that, that I did that was just terrible and had repercussions in my life. And I said, okay, all right, well, let me ask you one question. You know that person who did that thing to you, who you say you've forgiven? Yeah. Do you now, because you've forgiven them, do you now 100% totally, unconditionally accept that person? And Tom, virtually every single time I've ever done that, whether one-on-one or in a group or in a lecture hall, I will just see glazed-over eyes and jaws drop down to the floor almost every single time. 
And then the people will answer back something like, well, no, I can't say that. You mean, you mean that's part of it? Well, it's not only part of it. It, it, it is, it is an indispensable part of it. If you cannot say that, that I, I 100% totally unconditionally accept that person, then I'm gonna dare to tell you today that you have not forgiven them, or you have not forgiven yourself, or, 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 or whatever the case may be. Alright? Uh, for a long time now, I've been preaching that we have two primary core issues. They are significance and security. And almost everybody has both of them and they, and they interact with each other. Alright? Significance has to do with self-worth. That's the category for judging and unforgiveness. The category of the, of the nine virtues. We also have an unforgiveness category, but we could, if we wanted to, roll unforgiveness into significance uh, and uh, goodness, because that's where it would fit. And then the other one is security, and that's the category for rejection on one side or total acceptance on the other side, on the positive side, okay? I've also never met a person in my life, and Dr. Ben uh, lectured about this too, I've heard him. I've never met a person in my life who doesn't have a rejection issue somewhere down at the core uh, of whatever their life's problems are. And those two work together. If you no longer have an unforgiveness problem, then you no longer have a rejection problem. If you no longer have a rejection problem, then chances are you'll no longer have an unforgiveness problem. But as long as you've got a rejection issue, you've got an unforgiveness issue. And as long as you've got an unforgiveness issue, you've got a rejection issue. And man, if we could, if we could somehow, Tom, uh, figure out a way to wipe this one thing off the planet, rejection and unforgiveness, I, 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 I will, I'll step out on a limb and say we wouldn't have to do a whole lot else if we just if we just solve this if we just convince people to put down their literal and metaphorical weapons and forgive and accept. Now I've got to make a real important distinction here. I am not saying you forgive the act. And I'm not saying that because you forgive the act, when you 100% totally unconditionally accept that person, that you necessarily are in active relationship with them. Okay? Maybe, maybe you, uh, were in a relationship with an abuser. Okay? Well, I would never counsel you, okay, you're forgiving them, that means you've got to get back into active, physical relationship with that person. No way would I say that. That might be the absolute worst thing you could do, okay? But what I am saying is you have to forgive them if you ever want to be free of, 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 their, influ of their negative influence on you and yours on them. 
and you have to 100% totally unconditionally accept them as a person, not their behavior, but as a person. Okay, and that's a very important distinction. There are some behaviors that are unforgivable. Rape, abuse, murder, uh, many others, maybe even some lies and things like that that have a, have a long-term negative repercussion on someone's life, okay? Um, I'm not asking you to forgive the actions and behaviors, all right? Only the person. And, and you don't accept the behavior. You accept the person. Now, that does not necessarily mean that just because you accept them that you put them back into the same role. Maybe you're a business owner and you have an employee that steals a lot of money from you. Well, you've got to forgive them and you have to accept them unconditionally as a person but it might be the worst thing you could do to put them, say, oh, I forgive you, so I'll put you right back in charge of the money. Not only would that possibly be very unwise, but it may be the worst thing you could do for them. They don't need that temptation. Maybe they have uh, almost sort of an addiction to, to money, and it would be detrimental to them to put them in that situation. So I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. But you can accept and forgive the person without accepting and forgiving the behavior. All right? And, and that's another mistake that people make is they think they have to do both of those and you don't. Absolutely. All right? If you do one of these without the other, if you say I've forgiven but not accepted or accepted, you say but not forgiven, you're wrong. If you say you've done one but not the other, what I'm telling you today is you haven't done either one. Now, you may be trying to, but there's a big difference in trying to and actually doing. And in my experience, most of the time when people say, I'm trying to forgive but I can't, it's because they're not accepting the person or, or vice versa, okay? Or, or a lot of times when people say, Oh, I've forgiven them long ago, but they don't feel it. It doesn't, it hasn't shifted anything. It doesn't make any difference in their life. Whenever they think of that person, they're still furious and angry, etc. It's because they haven't accepted them as a person. Okay? Now, when you actually do this with others, yourself, and issues related to God, it is absolutely the most transformational thing I've ever seen and I think you can ever do in your life. So if you feel stuck in some way in your life today, uh, what I'm going to suggest you do this week as homework is get out a sheet of paper, go sit under a tree and say, okay, all right, I, I'm, I'm so-and-so years old. For me, I'm 52 years old, enough. It's long enough. I'm ready to get on with my life, and I no longer want to be held back by these things that are blocking me from the life I want. 
So I'm going to take a hard look. Who in my life do I not totally unconditionally 100% accept as a person the way they are, absolutely the way they not their behavior, but but them as a person the way they are? Who do I have unforgiveness issues with? And I would always look for anger in relation to these two issues. Almost always it will manifest as anger, okay? And then get to work with prayer, with the, with the codes, and, uh, and with making some things right if you need to. The codes can't make it right for you. If you need to pick up the phone, pick up the phone. If you need to write a letter, write a letter, alright? Um, it, it may end up being one of the best things you've ever done in your life, even though it's hard. Because you will never be free until you free yourself of these issues. Okay? Um, the most famous prayer in the world is called the Lord's Prayer. In the Lord's Prayer, there's only one thing that Jesus mentions twice, and it's forgiveness. Okay? You have to forgive, and by the way, if you don't forgive, you will not be forgiven. Okay? Well, along with that is, is loving and accepting that person, not their behavior, but the person. And you leave the behavior up to God. Alright? Or the authorities, or, or whoever. Um, many say that they forgive, but don't accept. Alright? That's usually what trips people up. You have to accept. Um, one of the ways to tell if you've truly accepted and forgiven outside of the anger is most people who don't forgive and don't accept keep count. Okay? They keep count of the wrongs. They keep count of the slights. They keep count of of the ways that, uh, of the behaviors that, that have been done against them, even if it's by themselves, okay? And, and at, at the drop of a hat, usually in anger, frustration, irritation, whatever, they pull out that list, even if it's only in their own mind, all right? If you're keeping count, you've, you've not forgiven or accepted one of those or both, okay? Um, unconditional acceptance is evidence that you've truly forgiven. You don't feel better because of rejecting someone, although we do it unconsciously thinking that we'll feel better, that somehow that will help to even the count. That, that that'll help get back at them a little bit. Or, if I don't forgive them, then they're likely, to, more likely to do it again. I've found just the opposite. The more you keep track and count, the more likely they are to do it again. When you forgive, they're much less likely to do it again. Um, judging is for the purpose of unforgiveness and rejection. And let me tell you today, you do not have that right. If you want to judge me, then I get to judge you. 
And I guarantee you, I can find some stuff in you that you don't want anybody else to know. Now, you may say, but my stuff's not as bad as your stuff. Well, you know what? That game is baloney, all right? Because it's all about the issues of the heart anyway. The actions are just a manifestation of that, okay? So you don't have the right to judge, and if you do, then you're pointing that gun at your own head as well, and you do not want to do that, I promise you. Um, the problem is never the event. It is always the interpretation of the event. Okay? Now, I'm not saying the event is not a problem. It often is. If you've been abused or raped or, or harmed in some way that was terrible, then yes, that is a problem, but it's not the problem because the event can be forgiven, okay? The person can be forgiven, all right? Not forgiving over 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, that's what becomes the tragedy, and that's because of the interpretation of the event. Because I was abused, then I'll never be safe or I'm bad, or I'm flawed, or or um, I've got to get even, or I've got to hurt other people before they hurt me, all right? So it, if you are not forgiving, it's because you have a wrong interpretation. The problem is not the things that happen to you. It's your interpretation of those those. Uh, things that happen to you, and I guarantee you, you have a lie in your interpretation. Because if, if your interpretations are all correct, the results of that will be love, joy, and peace. So if you're experiencing something other than that, you have a lie in, the, in your interpretations of the events of your life involving unforgiveness and rejection. Um, if you're stuck... The things that could be blocking you are, and you might want to write these down because you might want to check all of these, uh, conscious conflict where you're living something that you don't believe you should be living. Number two, self-sabotage where uh, your programming says something other than what you consciously w are trying to get through your willpower. I want to be successful in business, but your programming says you're a failure. All right? Well, guess what? You're going to be a failure until that programming's changed. That's, that's what we've been about from the start of the healing codes. Number three, you're putting in new stress as, about as fast as you're taking it out. Okay? A lot of people do that. They do the healing codes, but then they have horrible uh, negative conscious self-talk. Now, some people can't control that. And, and, and I'm not putting them in that category, but most of us can to some extent. We can choose to think positive things, read positive things, listen to positive music, uh, put ourselves around good people, okay? Um, if you have the ability to do that, you need to do that, all right? <clears throat> but, the, but the biggest one of all is unforgiveness and rejection. So... Um, I can't encourage you enough this week to 
overlay that blueprint onto your life and say, okay, if something's not working in my life, do I have unforgiveness and rejection somewhere toward myself, others, or God? And evidence of forgiveness is 100% total, unconditional acceptance of the person who wronged me, even if that's me. So if you're not accepting yourself 100% unconditionally, then you have unforgiveness toward yourself and you're blocking your own success in life. Okay? You need to pray your head off. You need to meditate. You need to start... Uh, reinforcing the truth, which I believe is what I'm telling you today, rather than the lies you've been believing. You need to look for and find your wrong interpretations of the events of your life that are full of lies and, and pull the lie out with the healing codes. And you need to start practicing very seriously forgiveness, non-judgmentalism, and 100% total unconditional acceptance of every person in your life. Not necessarily of the behavior, but the person. So this is absolutely foundational. Uh, probably the majority of the people on this call today, if you'll do this one thing, your life will never be the same. And I've seen it with... with with so many people that I've worked with over the last 15 years.